Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul Jenkins, and today I'm promoting pathological positivity. We're going to get into it in a big way today. I have a guest with me. His name is Dr. Vincent Kituku, who works with organizations and individuals to increase productivity and achieve optimum potential. I'm reading this off of his website, but as I read this, Vincent, I'm thinking... That's an understatement, because you go out there and you just blow these guys out of the water. <laughs> I've, I've heard you speak, and I've seen some of the, uh, the comments that people have left on your website. And you're making a difference to a lot of people, and I'm so honored to have you with me on my show today. Welcome. Thank you so much, and Dr. Jenkins. I'm honored to be uh, here with you. Uh, I am hoping that also your audience... Is, uh, is going to be able to tell that I have an accent from Wyoming. <laughs> yes. Well, I was going to ask you, you have a very prominent accent, and, and this, folks, is what we, we, what we know as a Wyoming accent, but you live in <laughs> Idaho now. Yeah, well, actually, yeah. I'm originally from Kenya, and I came <laughs> to Wyoming in 1986, did uh-huh. my studies there, and then 1992, I moved to Boise, Idaho, Mm-hmm. And this is where I became a professional speaker. <laughs> <laughs> so we might say that your Wyoming accent now has some twinges of Idaho mixed in. You, to- you, are- you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> but you're originally from Kenya, and I know that you went to the university in Nairobi. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you did some graduate studies at the University of Wyoming. That's correct, yes. Uh, so your correct title is Dr. And that's doctor of what? You know, I have that title, doctor. I have had people call me author. I've had people call me preacher. Mm-hmm. I've had people call me just those growling names. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, I appreciate that. But when my son was young, I used to go and give a, sta- a speech, and people would give me this standing ovation. But when I arrived home, I realized that I still had to be the father who can change diapers. So, <laughs> so yes. I realized that the greatest title here is just a, a human being. <laughs> sometimes the PhD just doesn't matter that much. No, no, but I do have a, my PhD is in range management. Uh, you can just say conservation of natural resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and and now you're engaged in this fascinating business of inspiring people. Well, you, yep, uh, for the last uh, full time, full time for the last fifteen years. Full time, and what is it? Well, actually, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because I heard you speak recently. And you said some things that really caught my attention and motivated me to invite you to be on this show. I I talk a lot with my clients and with the guests on my show also about perspective. 
And you shared a story about a time when, I, and I think it was shortly after you'd come to this country. You can correct me on the timing, but uh, you were visiting a restaurant with a friend. <laughs> you know the story I'm talking about. I know it very well. Well, I won't steal your thunder. Would you share that with us and just kind of the insights that you gained from that experience? You know, the thing is this. uh, Whoever is going to be listening to this or listening to this program right now, whether Mm -hmm. tomorrow uh, or whenever, the thing is just because you are alive, it means that you are already away. I mean, I have something to be thankful for. Yes. Uh, if you have a job, you are thankful. If you had water to drink without having to travel six miles to go to, to look for water, be thankful. If you have a house, if you have a family, I, I mean, just somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, those basic uh, aspects of life are very intriguing. And mm-hmm. very, I mean, not everybody has them. That's right. Every day. So I, I come to United States 1986. A friend of mine... And um, he just passed away two years ago. Oh, great, great man. Mm-hmm. He, we, we, I asked him to take me to Denver to go and buy a car, and uh, we had lived in Laramie, Wyoming. So we drove these two hours to mm-hmm. look for a car. We looked for a car from about ten all the way to three or four. There, we are just driving, stopping in dealerships and uh, testing cars, and we are looking for a car for one thousand. You know, it's yes. a student car. Uh huh. Eventually, this guy decides uh, we can't take it anymore. He takes me to a place to eat. And as we are getting into this place, there are pictures of mashed potatoes, pictures of chicken, and this place is smelling so good. And I'm thinking, where has this place been? And how come I've never seen any place like this? And of course, I'm talking about KFC. KFC. And and eventually, we are given this meal. I Mm. never tasted anything like that. It's like, wow. Yeah. As I'm just really taking every single bite towards the last bite, there was a long human hair. And my friend saw it. He had been in America that time for about eight years or so. Uh He looked at the hair and me and told me not to touch it, and I reminded him that I already paid. (laughs) But he called the manager, and the manager came and he started apologizing. And then he said, one sentence I think I'll never forget. We'll give you another plate. I was so thankful for that air. Get me another plate. This guy yeah. had no clue how many other times I would go to KFC and try to find another hair. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming that I'm going to get the same blessing. But you know, really, Paul, when I think about it is this. Why would I complain about hair when I had just come up from a place where people were suffering from anger? As people are yes. listening there today in this program, mm-hmm. uh, just go to their own town and they are going to find homeless people and somebody who is not sure of the next meal. So That's basically, right. yeah, would I complain about my hair or would I thank God that I had an extra plate? Sometimes we complain about weather, but there's a farmer who is thanking God for that rain because it's going to bring food. Mm-hmm. We complain sometimes because of uh, we are lacking an extra piece of German chocolate mm-hmm. when there are masses, masses not aware when they will ever have a next meal. That's right. I so much appreciate that, 
perspective. And I, I just wanted to comment because I've called you a few times. And every time when I ask you, how are you doing, Vincent? And you answer, I am blessed. And you I, are. I am blessed. And we all are, if we'll stop <laughs> to, to, to notice it. And are we, are we busy focusing on that hair, or are we thanking God for the extra plate? Well, you know, Paul, uh, one of the things you may not know, um, that perspective of life mm-hmm. came to me when I was very young. I'm the firstborn, and uh, I have lo- lost three brothers and two sisters, and uh, most of them before I was even in college. Wow. I mean, five brothers. And so every day you, I woke up, I, I was aware that I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Just waking up. Mm, I mean, and uh, I, I have a friend of mine, he just turned 80 last year. I mean, no, last week. 80 years old. 80. Mm-hmm. And basically the other day he was talking about how many people who he has lost, and he was counting about 15. And I'm thinking, are you talking about 15? That's what I used to lose in one year. Oh. I mean, really, by the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. by the time I was 25 years old, I couldn't count the number of funerals I had gone. Wow. So basically what I'm just talking about, and that's a drastic thing. Uh, there are many, many reasons every single day to be thankful for. Uh, I remember one time I went to have my, a chiropractor looked at my neck, and he asked me whether I was involved in an accident. I said, no. As we were talking, he told me that my neck is permanently damaged. And we found out this because when I was growing up in Africa, I carried water on my head oh, and, and for long mm-hmm. distance. And so which means a lot of people in this world have been damaged uh, necks, have damaged necks because mm-hmm. of carrying water. Then years later, I was in college, and I went to a place where I found a woman walking, walking 15 miles one way, 15 miles one way to go and get drinking water. Mm. Yes. And, and, and that is happening even today. And so some people are clean, clean, I mean, a clean glass of water, drinking water mm-hmm. is a miracle. And so many of these miracles we just, we take for granted. We accept it as part of what we're entitled to every day. We don't think about it. Right. Right. What difference does that make for people when they think about it and notice it? What, what, oh, you know, what, what, let me just say this. It's amazing, first of all, not to enjoy your blessings from guilt. I have no problem having an extra plate. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You're I have okay no with that. I, no, no, no. I have no problem going and paying for my shoe to be shined. Yeah. No, I work for it, and I want to thank God for it. Yes. Uh, but also, not to be uh, uh, insensitive, to be aware. Uh, for instance, here in uh, Boise, Idaho, we have one of the largest, not one of the largest, we have the largest homeless shelter. Uh, for homeless, I mean, for homeless people, children, women, and the men. I've been mm-hmm. part of that for many years. As I'm speaking with you, just today in this program, I have spent the yesterday and the today l- writing letters, looking for money 
to help orphans in Kenya to go to high school. I have mm-hmm. 123 orphans right now who are in school because in my process of speaking and writing, I'm able to find resources for them to go to school. Wow. That is inspiring. And, and it, it illuminates something, too, that I think is important for us to see. There are always opportunities to bless the lives of others. There is something here very important, and I'm going to, I'm, I don't have any reservation saying this. What we do for ourselves can get us by. What we do for others is what gets us ahead. Whether in our spiritual pursuits, whether in our professional endeavors or personal goals, basically, mm-hmm. you can never, ever, ever lose by doing something for others. And sometimes people think, what do I have to give? You don't have to give money. Giving you a time. Making a call, visiting somebody sick, or even but going to your closet and finding something you have not used the last five, I mean, two, three years, mm-hmm. and then realizing that maybe now because of an extra blessing in your plate, the West is also showing it. So you can go ahead and uh, uh, take, give it to some. There are many, many ways to bless people, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, you, 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 your life is always going to be rich. Mm-hmm. That is that is one of the sweetest compensations in life. That as we reach out and lift others, it elevates us too. Oh sure, you can't lift somebody without going up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You, can, you can't lift somebody without going up. Right. Huh? I was uh, I was thinking as you were you were sharing this experience, you've you've got another concept that you often share that comes from uh, looking at lions and gazelles. Yes. (laughs) And I remember my son, uh, who is uh, outside of the country right now doing some service for our church, uh, used to really like this analogy because he's a runner. Oh. Do you mind sharing that before we go into our break here? Oh, sure. No, that would be outstanding. And uh, this is basically... Something very, and it's basically also in my new book, Run, Run Whether You Are a Lion or a Gazelle. Right. And uh, there is another one which is overcoming buffaloes in, at work and in life. And it's a concept which has been going around for a long time, and it just moves me and fascinates me. And it just says every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up. It knows that it must run faster than the fastest lion, or it will die. Every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up. It knows that it must run faster than the slowest gazelle or it will starve to death. Right. It doesn't matter whether you are a lion or a gazelle. When the sun is up, you'd better be running. <laughs> That's right. When the and, sun is up, you'd better be running. And you know, Paul, the thing here is, think about today. I mean, uh, the last economy. Uh, this recession, economic recession, mm-hmm. I, for many people it's over, but there are many, many industries where it's not even over. Right. And uh, basically we have seen just two weeks, uh, two days ago, HP announced that it's going to lay off 27,000 people. Mm. And so basically we are talking about the fact that whether you have been in business for 20 years, whether you are just coming from college, it doesn't really matter. You have to start la- every day looking forward to how to better yourself. Mm-hmm. 
that's a that's a great start to a fun <laughs> conversation. We're going to give you a little break, and we'll be right back with Dr. Vincent Kituku. Thank you for joining me for the Live On Purpose radio podcast. It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit the website, drpaul.org, where you will be able to sign up for Empower, a quick, inspiring message that will be sent right to your inbox several times a month. Click on the blog link to share your comments and be part of the discussion. You can also pick up powerful information products and stay in touch with upcoming events, all to assist you in creating and living a life that you love. Share Live On Purpose Radio with someone in your life today, and thanks for listening. This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. Morebetterbooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life forever. It certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States and in Israel and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hit messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great. These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose. Success in any endeavor does not happen by accident. Rather, it's the result of deliberate decisions, conscious effort, and immense persistence, all directed at specific goals. Gary Ryan Blair. So, there's a lot of things that show up in life as being a challenge or something that seems almost insurmountable, something that you can't quite overcome, these huge barriers or, or problems that crop up in life. And, and Vincent, I've heard you talk about that too and how we overcome those kinds of things. Coming from a background uh, where you've seen some very challenging circumstances there in Africa, um, what have you learned about that and overcoming some of the problems that come up in life? Well, you know, one of the interesting aspects of growing up in Africa is that really life just gave me a book. Life was kind of a book uh, I have really used in many, many ways. I grew up with the African buffaloes, very dangerous, different than the Wyoming bisons. Mm. And when mm -hmm. there was a buffalo in the village, life changed. 
but there is some actually African stories about some communities which if there was a buffalo in their village, they would get their spears and uh, they would surround a buffalo. And I like spears, by the way. That's the only way I know how to keep boys away from my three daughters. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't killed any yet. I've, but, se- uh, <laughs> I've seen your spear. <laughs> yep. I carry it everywhere. And uh, these guys will surround the buffalo and then uh, they, 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 one person will spear the buffalo and the buffalo will run towards that person. Somebody else will spear it from another corner. The buffalo will forget the source of the second pain and go to the source of the third pain. By the time this buffalo has been speared by several people, it was overcome. Uh-huh. And to me, when you look at life here, is this. Nobody can do everything, but everybody can do something. Mm. And it doesn't have to be huge contribution. The little you do in every situation to make it better helps. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that, that's, a, that's a basic understanding that you are here for a purpose. You are here and for a purpose and you have a spear. Your talents, your skills, your experience, sometimes mm-hmm. your resources, mm-hmm. your time is a spear to overcome a buffalo somewhere. But the thing here is, you must be aware of the buffalo. You can never overcome a challenge you have never identified. Oh, well, that's a good point. You can never. Mm-hmm. You have to identify it. And then you have to know what kind of spear does it need. I mean, what kind of challenge, I mean, skills, what kind of, um, what kind of talents. And sometimes the spears are not with you. I mean, for instance, I, told you, I talked about this situation of Africa mm-hmm. in Kenya. I went there. And I was shocked. I lived there for many years before going back home. Shocked by the challenges which I went to an elementary school where I used to go. When I was there, there were only two orphans I knew, two kids orphans. Went back there, found almost 30 to 40% of the kids have lost at least one parent because of AIDS. And so kids are doing very well. And at home, because in high school they don't have two to three hundred dollars a year, two to three hundred dollars a year, a child in high school has a future. If they don't have two to three hundred dollars a year, they have no future. So what did I do? Came here feeling completely depressed. Then I realized, wait a minute, I have a spear. I'm a speaker. I'm a writer. Yeah. I can, I can, I can write. And they basically sent, applied for a non-profit organization, formed it. And started asking people for money. And now we have about 12 to 14 students going to university because this year. We'll go to university this year because I used my spear. Yes. What I'm just saying again, and I'm, I wish I didn't have to use me as an example whatsoever, but I know that to make a difference, we can't ignore a situation. And that's how you overcome. If you, are, you want to leave the past behind, you must have a mm-hmm. future. I like the way that you put that. You can't do everything, but you can do something. Oh, sure. And focus on that piece. What is it that I can do? That's so much more useful, too. You know what? The list of things that you can't do mm-hmm. is very long. <laughs> oh, yes. That's an overwhelming list. There are so many things that I can't do. And if I spend my time and energy focusing on that, how am I going to feel? 
Oh, yeah. And this is a very important point actually you bring. And let me just give an, an, an idea here, Paul, and you may understand this better. When we hear a whole plane has crashed, mm-hmm. or let's say there's a tsunami, and the whole community has been basically wiped, right. we are overwhelmed. And basically, although we know there are charities asking for help, we feel like, what am I doing with my $10? But there is something here which we have to understand. When you find, when, we, when, you, when the story is about an individual, mm-hmm. if we know that there is this girl who had parents, and now the parents were uh, gone because of a situation which came, we are likely to help that one person. Mm-hmm. Which means in our lives, when we have a lot of challenges, let's isolate them and look at which one that needs immediate attention right now. Because mm-hmm. we can't overcome all of them at once, but we isolate and isolate and attack. Isolate and attack. Use the spear. Yep. Yeah. And the little things that you can do start to become big things because those buffaloes will be overcome. You know, um, and that's the truth. <laughs> like the way you say it. <laughs> yeah, those buffaloes can be overcome. But uh, you can't do them. One, or, I mean, you can't do them alone, and you can't do them yeah. uh, by uh, trying to take care of them all that. I mean, from at once, mm-hmm. it's one mm-hmm. at a time. It, I'm not sure that the listeners would fully appreciate. I heard you describe these buffaloes in greater detail, uh, and just how dangerous they are. You know, I. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you, you, you just tell them, just tell them to go to the YouTube uh-huh. and and just type battle, battle and fighting, battle in Kruger, K U, I mean K R U G E R, Kruger National Park. I think it's that way, uh-huh. National Park in South Africa, and they can see buffaloes fighting with lions. And the crocodiles, and basically the buffaloes winning. Fighting with lions? Oh, sure. In fact, it's a fascinating. And uh, I had been talking about buffaloes for many years, and this thing came about uh, five years ago, six years ago. It's a tourist who goes to Africa, and they see this about 30 to 40 buffaloes. Uh, they are grazing two of them and a baby, leave the rest of the herd behind. They are ambushed by five or six lions, but they run away, and the lion, the buffalo, I mean, the lions attack the baby. The baby falls in a river, and the lions come and start getting the baby from the river. Then, in this river, there are two crocodiles thanking God for meals on wheels, because this thing has just been delivered. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't do anything for it. Uh-huh. And then they start picking the, this. The lions win, actually. The crocodiles are defeated by the lions. But then these lions just put this baby on a dry land to heat it. Meanwhile, the two buffaloes which ran away had gone to call the rest. And they come like there's danger and they want to get their baby back. And the lions actually, in fact, are surrounded and one by one are kicked out of that baby. And by the time the last lion is kicked, the baby stands up and walks with the rest of the herd. Wow. It's on YouTube. Yes, I just pulled it up on my little tablet yes, here. It's about eight minutes. 
So basically, the first time in my life to, to hear women screaming, it was because there was a buffalo in my village. The first time to go to hospital to see somebody ill, he had been stabbed by a buffalo, and we had heard about it, and we are young people. I think we are maybe five, six years old, and we go there, mm-hmm. and I couldn't tell whether it was a human being or something. All I could see was something red. Wow. And then I remember looking at uh, taking care of animals, and uh, I saw a lion running away from a buffalo and trying to climb a tree. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Buffaloes are dangerous. And thank you for clarifying this, because when you talk about overcoming buffaloes... We are talking about challenges of life that come... And this is is no small small thing. Uh, We're talking about the big challenges of life. Oh, sure. True? Oh, sure. I mean, we are talking about uh, what do you do when your loved one leaves you? What do you do when your child dies? What do you do when you lose your job? When you... What do you do... When basically you, you are feeling like all oh, hope is gone, I mean we are talking about mm-hmm. huge, huge life challenges, which, which whether we want it or not, we will face. We will right. face. In when we, nobody comes to this world. Nobody is exempt from live buffaloes. <laughs> no, they show up, don't they? No, nobody is exempt because what do you do when your child makes a wrong decision? What do you mm-hmm. do? And those are the things I'm talking about. And we have to be aware as human beings that we will face them. And when we face them, having that knowledge, they will come. But also having that knowledge, you have a spear to start with. And there are other people who can also help you. One of the things which I'm, again, coming from a different culture, I'm always surprised to see high school people, college people, not studying in groups. You know, I, w- I mean, I, yeah, many people call me a writer and a speaker and a PhD, whatever. But I was not mm-hmm. a great student whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you this. I used to study with the intelligent people. And my mm-hmm. mother used to tell me, even if you are a donkey, run with horses. Because when you run with the other donkeys, you beat them. <laughs> <laughs> but the key was that basically don't study alone. And I used to study with people who are very, very intelligent. And eventually, actually, in fact, I ended up doing far better than a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Because, again, of that power of a community to overcome a buffalo. Right. So whatever the challenge is, and you, you mentioned some really tough ones. The death of a child, mm-hmm. or a loved one leaving, mm-hmm. or it could be divorce, or bankruptcy, yes. or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Uh, it doesn't matter what that buffalo is. It can be overcome if you use your spears, if you use your community. Mm-hmm. When you do those things, then the buffaloes fall. You know, one of the things about when you use the word community, they can just share people, and this is where my background in range management comes to. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a many, many, I mean, there's these trees many Americans know called redwood. Redwood is a big tree which can grow for, I mean, for leaf for many years, mm-hmm. grows tall and large. Mm-hmm. But many people don't know that for a redwood to survive, it has to be in a community. Why? Because they have very poor root, root system. They don't have long roots which go deep and mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. But so basically, if they are not in a community, they are taken quickly by the elements. And we are like, uh, we are human beings. When we are part of a community, we drive. When we are part of, we, when we go to church, when mm-hmm. we, we go to professional groups, 
when we, we associate ourselves with networks, we thrive. But and if you look at our dynamics, is when we lose a loved one or when we lose a job or when we feel like things have just changed, we start isolating ourselves. And the more we isolate ourselves, we, 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 get, we start getting to the danger zone of depression, mm-hmm. stress. Mm-hmm. Yes, in my work as a psychologist, I see that. Yep. Frequently. Mm-hmm. And uh, the principles that we're talking about today are so simple and yet so powerful and make a huge difference in people's lives as they focus on what they can do, not what they can't. Yes. Uh, they don't think they have to do it themselves, but they join with their community and use their resources. There are so many simple solutions to some of life's most vexing problems. Mm-hmm. And, and your example of the buffaloes is spot on. I can't wait to go watch that video on YouTube. Oh, you will be, yes. And basically also, if people want to know how to overcome buffaloes at work and in life, there's this book I have written, Overcoming Buffaloes at Work and in Life, and it's one of the best sellers I've ever written. Yes. And you can find all these books and the CDs at kituku.com, K-I-T-U-K-U.com, K-I-T-U-K-U.com. Kituku.com, And we'll put a link on our website too, Vincent, so that people can get to you. And I've got that website open in front of me. There are some free things there. People can get connected to you and find out more about your books and your presentations and other things that you're doing. Thank you so much for being here with me at Live On Purpose Radio today. Oh, the honor has been mine, Paul, and uh, thank you, thank you for letting me be a part of it. Well, it has truly been a pleasure. Uh, you've got about 20 seconds to give some final thoughts. What would you like to leave our listeners with today? Uh, one of the things is this. You can't do about anything about the past, but you can do something about the future. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Everybody go out there and live on purpose. <laughs> 